Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Friday, June 9th. I'm Jacob Cohen. We've got Mark Dent and Brad Wolverton coming on in a bit, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, you're going to hear about Pickleball's expensive noise problem and the guy who's trying to fix it. Millions of people have joined the sport in recent years. Pickleball businesses are booming, and there's a lot of noise about the sport pretty much everywhere. But the sport is also making a lot of noise, too, literally. And in a bit, you'll hear about one guy's business that's looking to address this. But before that, we've got a rapid rundown of news across the world of business and tech. Let's get crack a Okay, first things first, the search party is over. At Google, that is, the company, which requires employees to be in the office a few days each week, will start taking attendance into account during performance reviews. Big shifts are happening in big tech in this regard, and I am sure that the snacks at Google's offices are still great, though, so we do not feel that bad about this. Up next, a pizza tragedy. Despite raising around $450 million, robot pizza company Zoom has shut down. The tech never fully realized as cheese reportedly kept sliding off the pies as they baked in Zoom's delivery truck. In other news, game over? GameStop shares tanked 18% Thursday after the company fired CEO Matthew Furlong and announced a 10% year-over-year drop in fiscal first quarter revenue. Also, today I in AI, Toronto-based Cohere is now valued between $2.1 and $2.2 billion after raising $270 million from investors, including Oracle and NVIDIA. Elsewhere, Meta plans to inject generative AI text image and video generators across the company's flagship platforms, including Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram. Speaking of, at an all-hands meeting yesterday, Mark Zuckerberg shared his thoughts on Apple's Vision Pro headset with employees, saying that Meta's device is all about being active, social, doing things together, and by contrast, and I quote, every demo that they, as an Apple, showed was a person sitting on a couch by themselves. Zuckerberg added, that could be the vision of the future of computing, but like, it's not the one that I want. Also in this meeting, Meta showed off its new Twitter competitor to employees codenamed Project 92, possibly named Threads publicly, according to The Verge, and that celebrities like Oprah and the Dalai Lama are partnering with the company to use the app since it will be, and I quote, sanely run. No shade there whatsoever. And with that, let's hand it over to Mark and Brad for today's main story. So we're still a couple weeks away from the official first day of summer, but we've already christened the new sound of summer. And if you've been anywhere near a public park or tennis court lately, you know the sound we're talking about. The sound of hard plastic pickleballs colliding with paddles. 
That sounds seems like it's everywhere these days, as pickleball has become America's fastest growing sport. 36 million people played the sport last year, making it nearly as popular as running. But the loud sounds associated with pickleball have put it in the crosshairs. In neighborhoods around the country, people are lodging all kinds of complaints about the sport's incessant noise. Mark, you wrote about a guy who has inserted himself into these disputes and is trying to ease some of these tensions. Who is this guy and how'd you find out about him? His name is Bob Unitish and he lives in the Pittsburgh area and also has like a home in Florida because everything related to pickleball has to like, you know, know, either be rooted in Florida or Arizona or some sort of warm sunbelt state. There's been a lot of lawsuits, arguments, just pickleball courts closing over the last two or three years as the sport has, like you mentioned, grown so quickly. It turns out that he's started this company called Pickleball Sound Mitigation, and he is really the only person who has been trying to get the governing body of pickleball, which is called USA Pickleball, to kind of take this whole thing seriously. So who is this guy and like, how does he come into this debate? I mean, he's like a retired engineer or something, isn't he? Yeah. So Unitish is a retired engineer. He started his own company like 15 years ago and then kind of retired. So he, like, uh, you know, a lot of people who retire, bought a condo in Florida in 2013 with his wife. He believed he'd be spending his days on the water. And when they went to the marina, everybody would be like, hey, why don't you play pickleball? Um, So instead, he ended up getting into that. And it sort of was like a microcosm of the national story of pickleball in the 90s. Pickleball was this niche sport. Like I played it in high school and in this Florida community in like 2010, 2012, I think is when they started to put in pickleball courts. By 2016, there were 300 players who were playing regularly in Bonita Bay, multiple courts. And it was just a sensation and it was extremely loud. So we've both played pickleball, so we get this, but help us understand how loud the sport actually is. You did some reporting that compares it to other sports and other sounds. What did you find? Yeah, so I think a lot of people tend to just compare pickleball to tennis, and that sound everybody kind of knows. There is a very distinct sound. It's like a thud, right? And it's a very low-frequency thud. And low pitch is not as bothersome to us humans as high pitch is. High pitch is more like nails on a chalkboard, beeping, things like that. So pickleball, even though it's kind of like the cousin in some ways of tennis— By accident, it became perhaps the loudest and in some ways most annoying sound you could possibly imagine. The rackets are typically made of like this honeycomb type of material on the inside. And then on the outside, there's usually like a cover that's like either made of graphite or plexiglass. Plexiglass is probably the most common. And actually pickleball paddles used to be wood back in the day. So what it is, is like this plastic pickleball colliding with this plexiglass material that is more or less pretty similar to plastic, and it creates this very loud, high-frequency sound. So you have the decibel level, which is how you measure sound. If you're 100 feet away and someone makes a solid hit on a pickleball, it's going to be around 70 dBA is what the measurement is known as. Compare that to tennis. It's more like 40. And then in addition to that, the frequency or the pitch is very high. It's around 1,000 hertz And anything 1,000 hertz and up is pretty annoying to the average human being. Bob Unitish compared it to the pitch of a garbage truck backing up and there's that beeping. It's not unlike that in terms of the pitch. So it's annoying. It's twice as loud as like the thwack of a tennis ball. And honestly, I think a graphic in our story showed that it's about as loud as a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah. 75 dBA for a vacuum cleaner. 
a subway like point into the station, that's like 95. I think it's the incessant part about it that's annoying people. So if you live near a court and this sound starts really early in the morning and it goes until late at night every day, I can imagine that's pretty irritating. So what are people doing about that? Well, they're filing lawsuits for one thing and arguing with each other, mainly. There's uh, various acoustic firms out there, but Pickleball Sound Mitigation, which is Unitish's firm, is the only one that's like focused on pickleball. People just will call an acoustic firm. They'll complain to like their city council or to their neighborhood association. But there's just really not a good solution. So how is Unitish helping to get involved to mediate these disputes? He sees it as the number one thing is like awareness. What he tells people, and he's consulted with over a hundred different clients in two years. And he says they've found that there's this number, 50 dBA, that is kind of like the ideal noise level that would be tolerable to people. Now, we were talking earlier, 70 is the solid hit, right? So like the number one thing is planning ahead. When you're planning a court, don't put it within like a couple hundred feet of someone's house. That's easier said than done sometimes. But then there's also mitigation techniques with like walls. You can't just put like the same kind of heavy vinyl fence kind of thing that people use on tennis courts, but you can pay a lot of money and that will take off 10 or 15 decibels for these kind of specialty made barriers. But they're also like limited by height. If it's an eight foot fence, the sound's just gonna travel over that. If it's 12 feet, you know, it'll still travel over, but maybe not as far. There are just little things you can do that can help you bring it down to this magic number of 50 decibels. And that's what Unitish's company does. You also talk about the equipment. For a game that has become a phenomenon because of how simple it is, there's just like an incredible variety of paddles and balls on the market. You say USA Pickleball has approved more than 1,900 paddles and 114 different balls, but the words sound, decibels, and noise don't even appear in USA Pickleball's equipment standards manual. Yes, they have taken the strategy of standardizing equipment based on things like what is like the surface of the paddle? What does it feel like? What is it made of? And they just have not cared about sound generally. And Unitus found that there are certain balls on the market that are a little bit quieter, one to three decibels quieter, but the paddles can especially make a difference. If you have like a thicker paddle with a softer face, it can be up to seven decibels quieter than typical models. The difficult part here is that there's another contradiction. The cheaper paddles that just allow you to hit the ball really hard they tend to be the loudest. And those are the ones that average players buy just because, you know, they want something inexpensive. These kind of softer paddles that are quieter, they actually are favored by professional players or like really skillful players because you can use like more topspin on it and things of that nature. But there's just not really an incentive for average people to buy them. And average people are the ones who are making all of this noise. So that's why Unitish has been talking to USA Pickleball. And what he hopes is that they will start standardizing the paddles and balls based on their sound levels, which might lead to a quieter game. Might. I'm not holding my breath because the sport has grown super fast. And if you're allowing almost 2,000 kinds of rackets to be regulated, I think the game's going to continue to grow and it's just going to keep being loud. The sport is literally doubling in size almost every year. And the way that these courts are often being built, you can fit two pickleball courts on one tennis court. When you see pickleball, it's usually four, maybe six, maybe even eight or sometimes more courts. And so all the sounds are just like multiplied. And 
no one really thought about any of this during this high growth phase, and that could definitely doom it. I mean, as Unitich has told me, there are communities that hate pickleball because of the noise, and that could stunt its growth to some extent here in the U.S. Mark, thanks for joining us. That was a great story. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome weekend. We'll catch you next week. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.